Hello fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Tuesday, August 29th, 2017, and this is The Ride. Hello once again, I'm coming to you live. Well, not quite live, but you know what I mean. From my vehicle on my way to work. Glad you could make it today. I'm having a difficult time seeing the road ahead. It's so, so foggy. But we shall make it. I can see right before me. And if my speed is good, I won't overshoot my vision. And I'll be able to make the turns as I need to. How's your day going today? I hope it is going rather smooth. And if it's not, I pray that the Lord God Almighty gives you a day that will surpass your expectations, that will bring peace to maybe a worried mind, comfort to a troubled soul, and healing to a hurting heart. How about that? God can do all those things and more. Receive it today. Walk in the knowledge of truth that the God who created all things, even every part of your being, is well aware of your circumstances and also is well aware of your victory. Even before it happens. Let's live by extreme faith today, shall we? You know, I'm thinking about the people that are in Texas, Houston area, with all the flooding. And it's really awesome to see people coming together to help other people. I happen to listen to newscasts that really disagree with with how I perceive the world, and I do it on purpose. Because I want to understand or try to understand what motivates people and how, I don't know, I feel like I have to do it. I almost feel like I have to pray for um, those that are twisting stories. There is bias in news both ways. So, um, you know, I guess you got to pray for the newscasters and and the news organizations. But... I tend to listen, for the most part, to news bias that doesn't align with my bias. Because I guess I would say I'm biased too. I'd like to say I'm aligning with truth, but there's a bias there too. But it's been amazing to see people coming together of all colors and races down in Texas to help one another and with all the turmoil with race and everything right now I watch the newscasts and I watch them have trouble wrapping their heads around this narrative that doesn't align with their narrative they have to acknowledge the good things that are going on but they can't acknowledge it too much because it goes against what they say is our major problem, you know, race relations. And they didn't interview me. And they didn't interview you. 
Truly, if you have the life of Christ in your life, you don't see color as a differentiator. You do see color, but not as a differentiator. There's a scripture that came up today in my Bible app that is exactly what I wanted to touch on. So let me get to it. Galatians 3, 28. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free, slave or free. There is neither male nor female. For you all are one in Christ Jesus. How simple is that? Not male or female, not different races, not different economic status. Kind of touched all bases there. The major things that divide us. I mean, this is the Bible. Written how long ago? And this thing is reading our news right now. Socioeconomic class, race, and gender. You see the differences, but they shouldn't change how you treat people. I appreciate the difference between different races. I like to appreciate the uniqueness of different races and nationalities and whatnot. And I like to honor the differences. But I don't use the differences to exclude people. Christ did not exclude people from the kingdom of God. Therefore, you should not exclude people from the love you'll show to them, the grace you'll give them. I certainly appreciate the differences between men and women. Lord, I'm asking that right now we set aside these differences these differences in how we see people, how we approach people, how we treat people. I pray that we set those aside and view people the way that you view people. That we're all lost without you and that we can all be found with you. And Lord, forgive us when we have prejudged people based on their skin color or what their paycheck happens to be or what their address happens to be. Forgive us. Thank you that you are giving us a little glimpse of how you see us today and how we weren't all that before you reached out your hand to us. Lord, Lord, bring this country, bring this world back together. I know that we really can only do that when we're aligned according to a truth or according to a purpose. And I believe, Lord, that that is what you want for this planet. So help me do my part to bring that alignment. Help me share the gospel. Help me bring truth into situations that need truth. Help me stand up for the broken in places where the broken might be mistreated. And give me the boldness to state 
the true unity of this planet, of this nation, can really only be established under the rule of Christ. And help me right now, Lord, to hear what you're saying to us today. Lord, give us a fresh word from heaven today. So this is what I think the Lord is saying to us today. As I just put on my seatbelt, yeah, I didn't have my seatbelt on for a while. And I'm right now watching the semi in front of me turn his hazards on because it's so thick. This fog is so thick. And that is exactly what the Lord gave me a minute ago. Is that those lights represent a warning. A warning. If you're traveling and you're coming up fast and maybe driving too fast and too fast for the environment to handle because you cannot see. And here all of a sudden you're coming up and out of the mist is the back end of a semi with these lights flashing. I feel like the Lord is telling us today, maybe telling me today, that I ought to be careful. Hello, 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 hello. Oh my gosh. Well, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? Oh, if you could smell the burnt rubber right now. Holy moly. Oh my goodness. So, just to clarify what just happened, we're in thick fog. I was telling you about a semi that I was watching with his hazards on, with his hazards on right now. And not a minute ago, that truck locked his brakes up. And I don't know what the deal is, but I didn't see his brake lights come on. His hazards were still flashing, but his brakes were locked up and I couldn't tell. And he kicked up all this dirt. My car is probably covered in dirt and dust right now because there was some other big rig in front of him that was stopped and he didn't see him until way too late. It's a good thing he didn't jackknife his truck. And I'm the guy right behind him. And so what do I do? When I realized this, because you got to understand, this guy stopped really fast, but I couldn't see him. Not only was there fog, but there was this cloud of dust that I absolutely couldn't see through. So I was cautious and I slowed down and I had to stop. Like, stop. You heard me. And then... I started flashing my brake lights to the guy behind me because he was in the same boat. He couldn't see. All right, so this is what the Lord is telling us today. Some of you are on a path of danger. The warning signs have been out there for a while, but the danger didn't seem that imminent. You knew it was out there. You knew it was a problem, but it was out there in the distance. You didn't worry about it too much. Yeah, yeah, I know what the I know what God says in his word, but you know, I'm I'm okay. I'm kind of safe. And you're getting clouded over just like I just turned my wipers on. You should just I got mud all over my windshield. I didn't even realize it. My my vision got clouded and I didn't even realize it. And you're on this path of disaster. And the warning signs have been out there for a while. But you're following you know, you're just going your own clip. And I'm telling you, there's going to be a day when that disaster will come to your front door. 
unless you turn around. You need to turn around. I'm speaking to some people that need to turn around, not just turn off to the side and go around. No, the path you're on is going in the wrong direction. You know, I'm not sorry for bringing this up. I'm sure that this is a hard word to hear for some people who know exactly what I'm talking about. But it's not a hard word to deliver because the act of turning around and repenting and going a different direction is the best thing you could do. So I don't have a problem telling you this because I know it's for your best. There are things in my life I need to turn around. Originally, I felt like the Lord was saying that that uh, it's like a it's like a disaster up ahead that you don't recognize yet. I mean, you don't even see the semi with the hazards like I do right now in front of me. It just looks like a wide open road. The visibility might be a little bit low, and you don't see the thing up ahead. I want you to be prepared. There's a thing up ahead. Yesterday on my way to work, there was a thing up ahead. I got to a certain point in my commute where I had to take, there was some kind of emergency. All these fire trucks and ambulance, they were in a location where you couldn't pass through on my normal route. So I had to go a long way around. God's word of advice to you is to heed, which means listen and understand and Obey the word of God so that you don't get to that point where you have to make this big detour. I didn't want to do the detour. I was going to waste time. Here I'm making a good progress on my usual path and I hit this emergency situation and I have to make a detour and it affects how my time is used. Now, you know I've said this, the Word of God says this and bears it out that not everything goes smooth when you're following Christ. However, a lot more things go unsmooth when you're not. It's weird how it works, you know. We don't follow Christ and we seem to be on this wide open road that's just clipping along, man. We're just cruising. Everything is right on. I don't have to follow any rules. I'm free. Are you really free? You might be clipping along and then here's this emergency. You have to take the long way around. I'm reminded of how, as a parent, I tell my kids certain things that they ought do. <laughs> I sound old when I say that. Things that they ought do. Things they ought to do. And they don't like it. And I didn't like it when I was their age. But I know... It's for their good. Any parent who's had teenagers, well, really any parent, because no matter how old they are, you know this principle. The child doesn't necessarily want to do or obey what you've told them. But you know that you're not a bad person. You're not doing it just to be mean. You're doing it for a reason. You're doing it to train them. To train them. Not like a dog. Not that kind of training. You know, let's, let's differentiate just a moment here. That kind of training is where there is some kind of uh, reward. And it's very, it's very um, compartmentalized training. 
you have them do this, they get a reward, it makes them feel better, and they'll repeat that. But that's not what I'm talking about with people, with children, with employees, with whatever. That kind of training is what God does with us. He says, look, this is a good way to go. This is a bad way to go. I'm giving you the choice to make the decision. He says, choose life. And he helps reinforce it. And he doesn't even have to try too hard to reinforce the good decisions versus the bad. Because the bad ones will bear the fruit of the bad choice. And the good ones will bear the fruit of the good choice. That's the spiritual laws that are in effect that we, that we live under. He gives us the choice. Now, as a parent, I don't give my child all the choices that God gives me. Not all the time. As they get older and more mature, I give them more and more choice. When they've shown they're mature enough to make the choice. And I even let them make choices at times that could go the wrong way. That's training. I can't think of a better example of how you can get a child to do the right thing by giving them enough leeway to just get them beyond safety. Well, God's done that with us. He gives us a lot of leeway. We can make choices that are beyond safety. So if you're on that road and it looks like smooth sailing, but there's that thing up ahead, I want you to know this. There is a, there is a crossroads up ahead where there's trouble. And some of us need to turn around. We need to get turned around. We're on the wrong road or maybe the right road going the wrong way. Whatever it is. And I've heard, I've heard the complaint. Yeah, but I really like this road, man. I really only feel comfortable on the course I've charted out. Well, you can believe me or not, but sometimes the course that we chart out seems right. The way seems right to a man, but it leads to destruction. I think that's in the Word of God. Turn around today. How do you turn around? You don't even need to ask me. You know what you need to do. You know exactly what you need to do. I don't even need to tell you that. God's telling you that right now. If you've ever wondered if God speaks to you, just be quiet a second and listen right now. It's not just your own mind speaking to you right now. Spiritual things are happening. Are you going to listen to it? You know, this whole time I've been following that truck that clouded dirt all over my car. I'm not mad at the truck. He didn't know that that other vehicle was stopped. It wasn't his fault. I got a little dirty. He did his part. He, he had his hazards on. So I'm doing my part. I'm, I've got my hazards on today. The hazards, they are flashing. If you don't know... If there's a danger up ahead, ask the Lord, Hey, Lord, I need you to help me know, am I on the right path? Let me clarify something. I'm not talking a disaster like, you know, you know, a car crash is going to destroy your life or, or whatever. I'm, 
I'm thinking more in terms of there's if your behavior doesn't change, you will get to a point where your heart becomes hardened. That's a disaster right there. Where you can't hear what the Lord is saying to you. That is a disaster. Now, it's great news, I hope you know this, that your heart could be hard even right now. And you might be at that point where I'm saying it could be disastrous. But if you're hearing what I'm saying, God can take any situation and turn it around. I just don't want us to get to the point where our heart becomes so hard that we refuse to hear. It's like someone who's depressed going through depression. And early on, if treated well and, and um, you know, the right counselors are in the mix and the right discussions are happening and the right understanding is happening, that depressed person can become healed. But if you let things go for a long time, this depressed person might get to the point where they don't even have the energy to hear anymore. And that takes a supernatural event to bring them out. No matter where you all are on this path, whether hard-hearted or a heart that's growing hard or a heart that has long forgotten how to be soft and pliable, no matter where you're at, there is hope today, but you have to hear me. God has sent his son This is not just a story. God sent his son, Jesus Christ, for you today. This is not just a story that's in a book that somebody made up. God cares for you today. Lord, as we close, help us to see that you are with us, that you've been speaking to us this whole time today, that you understand the pain that we maybe have gone through. You understand me. Help me to see that there's dangers up ahead that I need to avoid. Help me to see what I need to do to avoid those things. And help me to trust in you. Help me to trust in you. Thank you, Lord, for hearing my prayer today. And I expect that you'll continue to speak to me and give me direction from your word and from others. And from my time in prayer with you. Thank you, Lord, for being here for me. Amen. Well, you know, I didn't really have a whole lot to talk about today, as you probably figured out. But you'll notice that I asked the Lord to give us something. And He delivered. So, you need to do the same thing. If you're needing something, talk to Him. Ask Him. And He'll deliver for you, too. Alright, you stay in the Word and you live in peace. You pray for those who persecute you. And there might be disaster up ahead. There might not be, but if you can't see it, you don't know. So let's live on the path of righteousness and avoid the pitfalls that can so easily take us off course. All right? And I will see you on the flip.